0: Wait, Nathan, can you turn your camera on so I don't feel so lonely? Okay. Very nice. Okay. Okay. Ready? Okay, Nathan, you started off. Or actually, okay. Alex, Alex, you started off, and then Nathan will introduce the topic, because it's his episode.
1: I okay. started off Hong Kong. I can enjoy uh, I see I off. Okay. Three, two, one, go. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Tin Cans, and guess what? From last week's uh episode, it's finally here. Christmas break. So you can hit sit home, relax, you know, take a sip of coffee, Joe, hot chocolate, whatever you want to relax. And thank you for tuning into our podcast. And today, but we're back at it, Tin Cans, bringing you another episode. All the intro music. Okay. Tin
2: three kids. We don't know no more one, but we do it anyway.
3: Tinkins, tinkins,
2: tinkins. what's going on guys? welcome back to another episode as Alex said you know it's the first day of or it's Christmas break officially you know it's long a way to break this episode I believe is episode seven uh the expectations of society uh this is a very powerful message and
0: um, oh this is a strong message very strong message. Nobody you know. will, what's the thing again? Nobody will undermine the sovereignty of the country. Okay. Great! Great! In God. <laughs> <Get Yeah, so, laughs> okay. So today we'll be going over,
2: you know, just society's expectations and, you know, uh whether or not it really leads to happiness and creates that sort of happy environment. So, yeah, so I'll start off with the high expectations of society, right? So I've broken it down into different topics. So the, my first topic that I have here, oh, wait, before I get, forget to mention, I have a video at the end, very intriguing video, Ooh. a little cheesy on the side, but, you know, I feel that this video is really neat to be heard by everyone and uh, really, really, really touches me hot wow Um, so yeah so our first topic is school so first what do you guys
0: think like what is the high expectations of school having your stuff together always being on top of everything being organized uh good marks alex
1: uh obviously high marks right and then just not being a lazy bum on the couch
0: yes
2: yes yes so what i have here is uh grades right obviously grades we need them to be able to get into university right and then as well as the expectations for extracurriculars so you know there's tutors you know you have to pay or not necessarily pay but you have to take the time to tutor yourself in order to get those grades as well Uh as extracurriculars of you know uh clubs different councils those type of things sports Mm -hmm. all those type of stuff in order to ultimately get into university and then when you get into university, you know, it's very competitive. The university competitiveness, it's quite high. And depending on the university, such as here in Ontario, we have, you know, University of Toronto and Waterloo. Those are just the two main ones I can think of that are quite competitive. You know, you see the the, the atmosphere in those places where there's a lot more competitiveness between the students is, you know, how do I say this, it's, you could see that the students, I wouldn't say necessarily are more unhappy, but, you know, they were, they're more stressed about their marks and not as happy as students that are, are actually enjoying their education. You know, they're just there to get their marks, to be able to uh, move on into the workforce in the future, which Mm -hmm. brings me to careers, you know, what do you guys think? Like, what are your, expectations
1: for careers
0: and what are your parents and expectations for, for careers
1: alex
0: you want to start
1: no no okay i'll go second
0: okay um okay. i think uh being raised by traditional chinese parents a lot of us have or traditional asian parents a lot of us have like the same expectations and pressures held on us which is like um uh, i guess all of us have the pressure of like making our parents proud and like like they spend so much time on us and they invest a lot into us. So I feel like at some point we should definitely like return the favor and in some way show them that like their efforts did not go to waste or something. Right. So like their efforts were not in vain. So like when I, uh, for example, like could, because I was raised this way, I had to, I, I have a really strong work ethic. um, And then also like whenever I see like uh, kids in the school that are like, They don't really focus in school or like they don't really put as much attention or time into like their work. Um, Sometimes it kind of confuses me because it's like I feel like like, I know everyone's story is different. But like just from the outside, it kind of seems like they're like disregarding their parents uh, efforts into like put it put into their education or like how their parents want the best for them. But, you know, that's everyone has their own story. So maybe there's different reasons as to why they aren't working as hard or why it seems to me that they're not working as hard. They could be working hard behind the scenes. But um, anyhow, uh, I think a lot of the expectation as well into the workplace is you know, getting a high paying job, being able to uh, support your family, um, wealth, being wealthy, uh, being able to own real estate. And I feel like society imposes a lot of um, routine on people, especially in work you see um, a lot of people end up with a nine to five at an office right and these people aren't usually the happiest um so i feel like um it's really important that people expand from that and instead of being restrained within society's mold of going into a nine to five um i feel like you you put so much work into like like your hobbies and like what you do at school that what you what you do in the future shouldn't be limited to to like an office job where you sit down for a long time type on a keyboard but yeah anyways that was just a rant Alex, uh, I
1: feel like grades. Obviously, if you're gonna if you're gonna do it for, uh, I feel like in our school, lots of Asian kids, and then obviously the pressure from the parents is obviously one of the major driving factors to their strong work ethic and their wanting to show good grades, full A plus, right? But then uh, I feel like uh, you should probably do grades. Uh, like if you want to perform well, you should not perform for others before y- yourself and only. When I grow up, uh, personally, I feel like you know, obviously everybody wants to be wealthy, have a comfortable, rich life. But then I also want uh, it's not that easy to get, right? So if you're gonna if you're gonna slack off now, maybe you're gonna get like uh nine to five job, not paying that well, and you're always like paying off your university tax uh debts, like if you look back in the future and i've heard from some adults before like they wished that they would have tried harder but uh i've ceased i see in high school like a lot of people are going through some like heavy mental health just because of their hard grades so i feel like there definitely should be a balance between the hard grades which would result in probably a successful life or maybe and a balance between that and your own mental health like maybe that's going out taking a break, playing a few games, watching a few movies, right? Yeah, I feel like health is really
0: important. and A lot of people tend to stray away from caring about their health after they put so much attention to their grades in their school. Like, you have to... Re- uh, my parents always, like, ta- tell me this. Like, I don't care if you fail at school. If your health isn't good, none of your things... Nothing matters. Nothing else matters. Like, your health should be one of your top priorities. Like, like, for, like for most people, it's like faith, like God... And then like family, and then like your health, and then like the the other stuff like your hobbies, right? Like I know for Jeremy Lin, I remember one of the things that um he said that I really remember clearly is his top three is God and his family and his basketball. Um, so like for me, those top three is gonna it's like family, and then it's like health and then education, because like without some of these things, some of these things at the top, you won't have anything else, and nothing else will matter. So. I feel like this, the, the expectations that are placed on us are pretty harsh.
2: Yeah. I think like, like you guys mentioned success, right? I think a lot of people value success with wealth nowadays, so they don't really value their health and what, how they are in general. Hmm. Yes.
0: What was the next thing you had?
2: So what, well, what, we'll take a break from the career side and like the the school side and we'll go into more of what our lives are like like our social media expectations, right? So there's mainly followers and then contents. Mm -hmm. So, so let me, let me ask you guys, do you guys really know every single individual one of your followers and like the expectations of having high followers in our society today?
0: absolutely not i do not know i do not know probably 75 percent of my followers or my following
1: like from like on a first name basis i do not know them
2: yeah how about alex
1: uh none not not, none not like mostly uh mostly uh they're either okay the small portion of them are actual friends and then a large portion are like mutual friends from like a distance distance you know like, I don't yeah. know them at all, but, like, my friend might know them from, like, a one-day excursion or whatever. Me, too.
2: I, I have to admit that I don't even know most of my followers, you know. Like Alex said, it's it's just a small portion that are uh, my friends or, like, one-day trips or those type of things. Mm-hmm. So, I have this little analogy here, right? Or, yeah, this little analogy. So, let me ask you, guys. If say you were walking somewhere walking home from school and then a random person would follow you would that would that would be weird right mm-hmm. that'd be a little creepy yeah so imagine thousands of people following you you know or ten thousand people hundreds of people following you that's a little sus yeah right that's that's my little analogy on like followers so uh-huh. that you can like kind of treat it like that
0: oh i see you now. yeah because they could pretty much see everything about your personal life Yes. Yes. Exactly. Oh no! Now that I'm thinking about that, I actually kind of want to like delete my Instagram account and start fresh and just keep my my private one. I mean, very private. Yeah. one. I'm limited to like the people I know, like 50 people. Yeah.
2: So, so that brings me to content, right? So a lot of uh, of social media is based on the content you release to really be able to gain those followers and become so called quote unquote cloudy, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. So content right it's it like ziway said it's only showing the good parts of your life and really perceive your life in a good way so like you're going to dinner i don't know you're going to a nice place nice fancy place mm-hmm. you whip out your camera you're only recording mm-hmm. the good parts of your life exactly so what I, what I really think is by showing the only only good parts of your life and the social media content that people release that really creates the A really toxic and jealous environment right Hmm. which those those are really harmful to us if we
0: uh yeah if we continue and it's it's super misleading it's super misleading like exactly like you know one time um i hate to expose greg but i have to do it for the context of this episode but uh greg one time told me yo dude at first when i met you i was really scared to talk to you you and your friend group you guys all see something cool and like you you and nathan and you guys you um like Nathan, in grade nine, didn't even want to talk to me. He was, like, pretentious. Like, I thought he was, like, too cool or something. I even sent him geo notes, and he didn't even talk to me. He would ask Nick to talk to me, like, to say the things to me. And then in grade 10, when you guys talked to me, yo, I was so happy. Like, you guys, like, like it was, like, cool. Like, cool people were talking to me. I told Greg, like, yo, what you see is literally just from the outside, and everything that we do is, like, very, 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 very misleading. Like, the only thing you see is what we want to show you, right? So, for the people that we don't, from people that we don't know we put on like a like a disguise. And I feel like bringing it back wrapping it all the way back to like the topic and like the context of our podcast. The reason why our podcast is good is because we sort of throw away this mask and we like we put everything on the table and we just discuss it. So, um coming back to like expectations, people have this expectation like not personally but like for for anybody that they don't know uh that they have this sort of pers- like this sort of persona and they're they're either unapproachable or they're not cool enough or they're this or they're that. And that changes how people act towards each other. So especially on social media where you're literally behind a screen and you're behind like a L I Zwi undersc- underscore, like you're behind a username. Like that's that's very, very toxic, like Nathan said. And it's pretty unhealthy because I think people think that social media can connect people. I think the opposite. It's really easy to like cut cut off ties and, and actually um, distance people. Because it's also really easy to, like, ghost and, and ignore somebody. Am I right? Yeah, exactly. Because in real life, if somebody asks you a question and you straight up ignore them, you know they're, they're ignoring you. Like, if I, if I went to Nathan, like, hey, yo, can you tell me uh, what you get for question three? And he just looked at me and he, like, walked away. I would know he's ignoring me, right? But if Nathan didn't respond to my text after eight hours, who knows? Maybe he went somewhere. Maybe his phone fell in the water or something like that. Or maybe he's just too busy. So I think yeah. social media is actually a really easy place to, like, disconnect. So that's yeah. That's one of the byproducts of what happens when you place a lot of expectations on people.
2: Yeah. How about Alex? Do you, do you have any like opinions or anything to add to Z about social media and like? I was gonna add
1: on to the thing where you said about like Greg thinking that, uh, like, so people he was happy because we talked to him because he thought that we were cool or whatever. I feel I feel like that's just disgusting. Not that Greg said that, but like uh, that social media could portray someone in such way because like. I never thought of myself higher than others. I just thought of myself as me, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, okay, on social media, we're just loud. That's it. And then apparently that makes us cute, cool. But oh, oh, well, that's what social media does. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's what social media does. It just gives them, Uh, you go on someone's page and you see them, and that's all you see of them, uh-huh. right? You don't know them as a person. Like, I remember when I first thought of, like, several people who I'm very close friends with now, I had a completely different like uh, observation, like when I first saw them and heard them talk, but like when I actually got to know them, they're totally different. Like
0: mm-hmm.
1: social, because social media is just like they post what they want, like when they look good or when they look silly or when they look downright just goofy, right? But like that's that's all you see of them. That's their your first impression. But what social media does is like that's all you see of them. Like you don't you can't even go with them, go see them in person. So. Uh, whether you DM them, you talk in a manner which you think that that person would like, whether he's like, I don't know, cool or like uh, silly or goofy. And then especially with quarantine, as everybody, most people are staying home and people still talk to each other. There's even more of this uh, filter. Like it's even even put more on the high side because they can't even meet each other in person at all. Mm -hmm. And several friends, they can't even see each other in person at all who maybe rely on rely on each other's energy in real life to like exactly, yeah. to like communicate but like over a phone you just seeing the text and like okay but like say someone texted you okay just okay right and then you're gonna feel like oh man <laughs> uh, i i'm getting played but then in real life it's in real life they're probably like okay very nice very swag you know
3: yeah. yeah so like social media is
1: just like yeah it's good like just bare bones just communications but like it doesn't express uh the, the feelings that you do in person like you know i see my lad his eyebrows are furry and wiggly while he's talking like i can't <laughs> see that over text you know like that's, that's a misfortunate act, uh, byproduct of just going over just only using social media you know
0: uh-huh. yeah. yeah
1: social media is very very manipulative
0: so it's it's very easy to like For someone who has a very who someone who thinks very naively, like very childish, and thinks that oh these if these are the things that people are posting, these must be the things that I have to do in order to become them, and then that places like super super high pressure, uh, very bad expectations, and then once these people can't achieve these things, well guess what happens they they become very depressed, they go into a deep hole of mental health issues, and they have no one to talk to because they think it's uncool to go see help and to like ask for help. And social media is such a horrible place to communicate because you literally can't tell what the other person is saying. If I were to read my recent text with Nathan or Alex, they would probably seem like I was very, very pissed off. And that's not the case, right? The thing is like when I text them, it's either because I have something in my other hand and it's usually because it's food because I'm fat, <laughs> but um, <laughs> like, like, I'm pretty hungry. so Like it's either like a food or a drink. So like I'm texting with one hand like this and like this is the, this is the, the most efficient way I can text, which is by texting the quickest way. So instead of saying, okay, a Y, I just say, okay. Or just say K. Like I'm not pissed at these people and they know that, but like it's very easy to think that they that that, that I am. So yeah, th- this that's a byproduct of the expectations. Yeah. This is really misleading.
2: Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that sums up the social media part or portion. Mm-hmm. And now we're gonna get, you know, into a little bit sensitive, more sensitive, I would say, topic of society's expectations on guys and girls you know so keep in mind that what we say here is just based on our our experiences and our opinions right and in terms of the girls we, we uh, or I asked a couple of girls for their opinions and uh, uh, experiences on expectations for society so yeah. let me well, let, me, let me start it off for for uh, society's expectations for guys. So you know, I've um, I think that society's expectation for guys is probably manly qualities, you know. So probably masculinity, and I nowadays I see that a lot of um, people are posting about how toxic ma- mas wait toxic masculinity, right? So that how we're wait a minute, take your time, don't worry. How, how we shouldn't always uh, think of guys as very masculine. You know, there's some, some guys that are softer or I wouldn't say softer, but you know, they're, they're not as manly as others and that's, that's totally okay. As well as being tall. I think that a lot of um, girls, especially, think that perhaps tall guys are more attractive based on my experiences and seeing other people. And maybe the hair or physical appearances. So whether you're clean or not, you know, uh, uh, you smell good, you dress well and those type of things. What do you guys think?
0: Pardon? Pardon? Wait, did I lag out? Wait, no. Did you say what did you guys, What do you guys think? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, Alex, you want to start? I started a lot of times.
1: Okay. Uh, okay. So I feel like societal expectations of us as male people, right? <laughs> Obviously, this. <laughs> what?
0: What else are we? We're, we identify as males. <laughs> we say it. It's okay.
1: Well, what, what did I say wrong? Male lot, people. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm people. I'm also male. Half five. You know what I'm saying? But like. <laughs> okay like nathan mentioned like maybe we should uh to make us i don't know attractive or part of the norm to fit societal expectations we have to be i don't know, dress correctly we have to work out we have to not be fat not be skinny we have to be muscular we have to do i don't know a sport we have to be smart we have to know how to talk to other people and not be socially awkward well, i feel like uh so, so, all these expectations really build up on someone. Like some people, they may be naturally uh, socially adept in the sense where they can make a lot of friends easily. They can easily talk, hold conversations with others. While others, some people, while others are like maybe they're more quiet and they need more time to start these conversations and keep them up. But I feel like the pressure from society for uh people to keep this up, especially guys. Maybe they need to keep up their workouts when they really just want that juicy pizza, right? (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe, maybe they really wanted to save some money, but like, oh, the new, the new, this new set of out, this new outfit would make me look really good in public, right? So all of these expectations probably, uh, not probably, they do weigh down on people, because, uh, uh, what else can you do? You have to obey society's rules, but like uh to but this obviously affects your own health like whether mentally or your bank or just uh your self-confidence right so how do we do how do we get around this well uh you can you can maybe entrust it to a friend like you you can always talk to a friend or just work on yourself like you don't work on you for society you work on you just to benefit you and solely only you right so you work out for maybe i don't know you want to look buff in public nah bro. you just gotta work out for you to look buff in public i don't know what i just said but but oh i just repeated myself didn't i it's no, okay no, that's get, good
0: so, so it's like you, you you do things for yourself
1: yeah you do yourself public. not not for society no, yeah. right so like mm-hmm. you you get good grades go, go, going back to before you get good grades do you get it for your parents appraise? Do you get it to flex on your friends? No, you get it for you and only you yourself. You can get it for you, uh, your, uni- your university application. You get it for your job. You know, all, all things for you and not for anyone else.
0: Yeah, I can agree to that. It's like, yes. um, these expectations have become so real and like, prominent in people's lives that it's taken over who they are and who they used to be and now they've completely developed a new per- a new like personality and at some point it's going to develop into a very very egotistical persona and they let it take over and sometimes it can turn on them and they become it's like a, have you got you remember you guys remember watching zootopia yeah. yeah you know that you know that needle that shoots into them and then they become rabbit or something
2: Oh like like they become like very vicious and that
0: stuff. It's like when society ejects these this needle of like expectations into you, you completely shift your goals and instead of becoming yourself, you become somebody that other people want you to be. Yeah. And sometimes that can turn for the worse and you can lose a lot of people that you love in the process, like purely because you because it's like, oh, this guy's not cool enough. I can't talk to him anymore. I'm gonna cut him out of my life. So I'm gonna do this guy. Well, then in reality you don't really click with this other guy you're trying to be with or or you are trying to impress or something like that um yes so, yeah it's just not very healthy yeah okay guys hey so, okay. Okay, guys
2: okay, okay. <laughs> all right so yeah that, that was that was really good and you know for society's expectations on guys i think it it moves on to the same for girls as well so for girls there is you know dress standards as well same as guys you know so-called uh quote-unquote girl curves uh if you know what i mean i'm not trying to get inappropriate here with cast and then as well as height you know i think that a lot of people if a girl is too high uh, sorry too tall <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, no, you're
0: good you're going continue continue okay.
2: Say they were like, I don't know, six foot, right? But everything else is perfect. I, I think that a lot of guys would, um, would reject them. In fact, I, I think um, I've seen a video. I don't know if you guys seen this too. There was a social experiment where they, uh, they went on Tinder or some dating, app, right? And then they had this girl meet with this guy, but the girl, she turned out to be around, I don't know, she's really tall. She like six foot something. And then that social experiment uh turned out that you know there was like 10 guys and then only like i mean i think like one or two actually stayed there and talked to her the other guys as soon as she stood up they were like oh i think i have the wrong person i'm getting out of here oh you know so i think that yeah so i think these expectations have really uh really you know changed our view and humanity so another thing i think is physical appearance as well so like makeup you know a lot of girls have to wear makeup in order to uh quote unquote look good but i I personally don't think that that's what really defines a person a girl and or guy you know what really makes them beautiful is their you know inside not their outside
0: yeah yeah but I think to some degree that it's really easy to forget that because the first, your first impression is, is, is what you see on the outside, right? Yeah. Um, we can't really. I, oh yeah, yeah, continue.
2: No, I was just gonna say that. Um, we that's why we have to like really learn to understand and to not judge people by their cover and just give everyone a chance, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm a big believer in giving second chances, like both of you. But um, after two chances, it's out for me. Anyways, um what was i going to say? Oh, um we can't really uh like on our behalf obviously cuz we are not um females, we can't say from like personal experience, but i think from like a third person perspective, if you go onto a really toxic environment like social media and you see like the comments, and like comments are just comments, you shouldn't let them get to you, but obviously they're there to see you, and they're public um so like if you see like the comments on posts that are um naturally naturally a little bit co- like controversial in terms of like uh how they fit with society's expectation for example like nathan said uh like the social experiment and it's gonna get some comments where it's like oh that girl's tall oh no i would have hit that girl nah 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 that girl's not a baddie or something like that you know what i mean <laughs> yeah like this has just become very natural and people don't shy away from saying things like this um I think it's really hard to change because a lot of these people that are saying these things are pretty immature. I'm pretty not immature. Sorry. Uh, immature. Yes. But like uh, insecure about themselves. So um, because they're insecure about their own expect, like their own expectations that they cannot live up to. They are there to put other people down. And usually when it's like the opposite gender, putting up, op- putting down like another gen, like a different gender, then it's like, it's pretty sad. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. but what i see is like um like just honestly just hold your friends accountable like um i feel like everyone makes that sort of mistakes or makes some sort of mistake sorry where we say the wrong thing and we don't hold each other accountable simply because it's, it's either uh, not cool according to society or like um what is it called uh it's not um uh, well for some reason, I want to say it's not Cash Money, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like yeah. But basically, it's like oh, I Cash wanna... Money, bro.
2: Cash Money, wow.
0: I was gonna say Cash Money AP, but it's like, yeah. like a lot of. I feel like also a lot of things that people. Oh, whoops! My light just fell off. But um, a lot of things that people don't want to do is because they think it's like not cool, or like yeah. simply like for example, I know a lot of people that are like, uh, oh, like I would love to interact with you. Or like I would love to, you know, get to know you more, but you know, uh, I'll half the people into a impress, and uh, it doesn't look too good if I talk to you. Or like, uh-huh, like, like, have you, have you, uh, have you guys um, watched Hassan Minaj Homecoming King, his stand-up comedy, his something, uh, something big episode? I don't, I don't think I have. So basically, in that episode, he talks about how he uh, was dating this girl at the time, and she was she was white, and uh, Hassan was Muslim and when she so like hassan and her family had a great relationship like they they loved each other they would always laugh and make jokes and they would always eat dinner together they would it's like pretty much a big family right until yeah. it was time for prom and then when prom came he told the story that uh you know that he came over um after getting his suit and everything to only to see that she had a different guy in the house and the reason wasn't because they she cheated on him what well, the reason was because um, the white family thought that it didn't look good to have a Muslim in the pictures when they uh took the prom pictures. Oh, so it's like nice. that. That's another ex, that's another um thing where expectations take over, like true love or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I can't be seen yeah. on, on you because and then because um, I'll, I'll quote Hassan right here. Hassan said it wouldn't look right. That's what that's quoting the parents. Um, oh man, that, that one really stuck with um, the expectations, but yeah, that that's what I have to say yeah. do you have anything to add Alex
1: I feel like uh wait was the was the girlfriend in on this or was it solely from pressure from the parents
0: I think the girl was partly in on it
1: okay that's just bad I have nothing to add then
0: yeah so I, I think um
2: I could show the video now or Z I think you have the link yeah to the video
0: oh spoken word poetry Ooh, poetry is nice
2: yeah so this video it's a little bit long i'd say it's four minutes and it's just her talking about expectations and it really just summarizes everything that we really went over uh during this whole podcast
0: all right i'm gonna share my sound as well one second okay
3: expectations will be the death of From day one we are told what is expected of us, conform, go to school, get the grades, you have to be the best, no room to screw up. We put our fate in the control of others and wait to be judged, define ourselves by grades and numbers, forever believing that we're not good enough, because our actions do not match our expectations. We are expected to know what we want to do for the rest of our lives at the age of just sixteen despite up until that point having no real life experiences. I mean, how could we? At what point were we given the opportunity? The opportunity to grow as individuals, discover ourselves, live free from scrutiny. From day one, it is drilled into our heads that our main goal in life is stability and financial security. Anything else is time wasted. Teachers will tell you that if you want success in this life, then you need to go to university. It doesn't matter if it doesn't feel right right now. Once you graduate, things will become clear. Six years on now and I find myself here. Thoughts about my future terrify me. I can't sleep or eat. It's a reason for my dark thoughts, unlike the cause of my anxiety, because I don't have a five-year plan. And for some reason that makes me feel guilty. See, my biggest fear in life is to settle. Just the thought of it haunts me in my sleep. I've seen too many people give up and live a life full of regrets. And I don't want that to be me. See, to choose stability over your dreams is to let society win. And I can't do that. I'm sorry. Get a nine-to-five job, buy a house, get married before 30. Work, eat, sleep, repeat. The average 21st century daily routine. No passion, or no drive, we're just living machines. Whose only motivation in life is making enough money. Ask yourself, Are you living or merely existing? 22, yet yeah, I fear that I know very little about real stuff, like what the world looks like on the other side or how it feels to be in love. To settle now would be to give up. On discovering who I really am, I want to learn and explore. If I don't get lost now, how will I ever grow? And maybe I am wasting time and nothing will come of it, but I have to take that chance. I need to know for sure. I'm sorry, but I cannot be what you want me to be, because to do that would be sacrificing everything that makes me me, and settling for a life where I'll never truly be happy. I spend my whole life trying to please others, and it gets tiring and lonely. I am forever trapped by the expectations of society, and I fear that I'll never escape from this feeling. I am calm on the outside, but on the inside I am screaming. See, despite how hard I try, I don't know what I'm doing with my life but my gut instinct tells me that the path you've got in mind isn't right. At least not for me. My life should not be dictated by a degree I chose to do when I was 16 because everyone around me told me that university was the right thing for me. I look back now and I can't help but disagree. But the truth is, I say I have all these ambitions and dreams. I want to change the world, spread love and positivity. But I fear soon I will have to face reality. I am a university graduate who stacks shelves for a living. The doubts in my head will soon take over and the passion inside will die. I'll surrender to the pressure of society and settle for a comfortable life. One with no passion, no hopes, no desires. Just the same old routine, never to know what it feels like to be alive. Yeah,
0: yo, that's right. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I think that the the music was pretty unnecessary, but uh <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: I agree too. <clears throat> we also have to keep in mind that this this video was created back in 2015. So like people oh. back then were oh. already having this sort of struggle and mentality of society's expectations. Mm-hmm. And like just to so mention the point of uh I believe it was are we living or merely, merely existing? So that re- that point really hit me. Yeah, and you know we're we're going through this constant cycle in our daily lives, or as we progress in our lives. So yeah,
0: yeah. Don't you feel it's kind of repetitive at some point?
2: Yeah, exactly. I, I to be honest, I don't know how my my parents like they manage to like go to work every day and just repeat every day. It's, it's like yeah. the same. I, I don't. Know, I just can't.
0: I think it's like when I like when you tell an adult like, "Oh, yo." My life feels really repetitive right now. Every day I wake up and do the same thing. And they stop you and they go, huh, you think it's repetitive now? Try going into the future. And then you get there and you're like, whoa, it is the same. Like, I, I remember, um, like, like when, you're, when you're younger, like, you're, you're pretty much going out into the world and exploring, right? So nothing is really the same every day. Like, you're always doing yeah. it. But then at some point, it's like, it's just like your skill when you're playing a game or when you're le- learning a new sport. At some point, you... At some point, you plateau, right? Like, Mm. you come to, like, a, you come to a terminal, like, like, on a graph, you come to, like, a terminal velocity, or you come to a a point where the line just goes flat. And I think at some point, we've all, like, been there, and it's kind of, like, the same as, like, burning out almost. And it's, like, we've become so numb to this. that's like, you don't even notice it. Like, for example, I haven't noticed that, like, I haven't even been, like, exercising as much as I should be. Um, like for my own sake of my own health because of the mm-hmm. amount of work I'm doing or like the amount of pressure I'm putting on myself in order to live up to other people's expectations, not even myself. It's like, and okay. I th- sometimes think like, am I doing is what I'm doing right now, what I really need to accomplish what I want to accomplish in the future. And that is what comes from one of the videos, I'll, one of the videos, um, and one of the messages that I think everybody should know is one of the worst advice that anyone can give you is to compromise. Like, like, you know, Casey Neistat always says, do what you can't. Yeah. And the biggest risk you take is to play it safe. Yeah. Those things really stuck with me because it's like, it's exactly the thing we're talking about, which is conforming to other people and doing what other people say, right? Put your head down, raise your hand up. Don't speak when you're not allowed to, all that stuff. I think that uh,
2: uh, yes theory, right? Uh-huh. Their, their model is sort of, um not sort of, their motto is seek discomfort. Mm-hmm. So uh, that really sticks with me and I like how how it really sets in my mind and you know, seeking discomfort really helps us helps us to grow and as humans,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um so like like to anyone listening out there, like our job when we enter like not our job, but our goals was when we entered this podcast was to empower other people. Give a platform for the youth to speak. Um, How people unwind after a long day of work or something. And just to ha- just ha- to have a listen and listen to the perspective of a like-minded individual, like a peer. Um, yeah. so if If you are ever feeling like you need someone to talk to or you are like feeling down or you feel like at some point you feel like it's too much. Definitely reach out to anybody. Please reach yeah. out to somebody, even one of us. Um, we'll definitely help you. Um, and then also think about I know I know thinking is probably not a good solution, like overthinking is pretty bad. But just just take a second to reflect upon what you can control and what you can't. So you can't control so you shouldn't stress over the things that you can't control. For example, like stressing over a test the day before. How are you going to predict what's going to be on the test? Unless a teacher tells you exactly what's there and doesn't pull any tricks or pranks, then you, you know what to expect, right? Those are things you can control. So you barely, sh- you shouldn't be stressing. But like, I see a lot of people, like a test is just a good analogy. Like you shouldn't be stressing yeah. over what you can control. And if you can't control other people, which is society's expectations in this analogy, then you shouldn't be worried or stressing over what other people want of you. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the message I want to get across.
2: So I think that the moral of the story, or not the story, the podcast we have here here in our hands is, you know, really focus on yourself and do what makes you happy, you know, like uh, the this YouTuber says, uh, do what excites and don't let other people, you know, impact your decisions and your opinions, you know, always, always stick with your instinct and your guts, you know, and just know that just live for yourself because you're not living for others, you know, and if you if you really want to help other people, you really have to help yourself first in order to be able to help other people. So, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Alex, do you have anything to add? I feel like if you work on yourself only, then can you help others? You know, like if yeah. you if if you go, I feel like everyone says you can't go forward without making mistakes. Uh, I feel like that's very factual in the sense that if you if uh if you fail in like what a societal standards like i don't know you'd be uh you know you wear so some like xxx small size when you're like a medium right in public obviously you're gonna get some public backlash and then it's not bad to wear that but like uh what i'm getting here at at here is like some repercussions in the past allow you to grow further and go down the line and then you can uh, obviously with friends and family you can share that experience with those younger or those inexperienced. yeah i agree with that yeah
0: so those are our concluding messages on the things you should take away from this podcast which is live for yourself don't live for others the repercussions of your past are things to grow on in the future do what excites Um the the biggest risk you can take is to play it safe. Um don't the the worst advice you can ever take is to compromise. Mm -hmm. And um yeah. Uh I think this podcast is pretty important to happen because this is what Tin Can sort of grew from, which is like um we enjoy really talking about society, um, how we fit into society. Um media, uh the effects of the things that we see every day what we consume in our minds and yeah that's sort of what we grew from so i think this podcast is pretty meaningful for us so yeah we hope that you enjoyed uh this episode um thank so, you coming up soon we will be having a christmas event uh, something very special a video we will be releasing um a little bit different this time you know we're going to be embarrassing ourselves just for you guys and uh, we appreciate for you. All of you listening to us um on behalf of me alex and Nathan on the team of Tin Cans, we wish you a happy holidays. Um, enjoy your break, go take a rest. Stop worrying about school for just like a, just like a week. Just just take it easy. Chill, um, uh, you know? Just <laughs> take it
2: easy. You know what I'm
0: saying? <laughs> just just remember like you're doing good. We believe in you and we love you. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, goodbye.
3: Goodbye.